Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sherry Benson Podolchuk is a retired RCMP officer. Spoke with me uh, years ago, 10, 12 years ago. And uh, Sherry was on this program quite regularly. We talked about the experiences she'd had, how she'd been abused as a member of the RCMP, years of workplace bullying and harassment. She's a motivational speaker and consultant who helps those who are dealing with workplace bullying. And one of her books is Women Not Wanted. Sherry, it's good to talk to you again. Um, Thank you. Yeah. When you when you hear that cases, over 100 cases, may be transferred from the military police to civilian police for investigation, and you had these terrible experiences, really terrible experiences, as a woman RCMP officer, as you were being mistreated, and in fact left uh, to your own devices when you needed emergency help from your fellow officers, do you have, and I'll ask you in a moment to just share with us some of the things that happened to you, but do you have a sense of confidence that the civilian police forces will do the job that is required of them to properly pursue the sexual assault allegations that come out of the military? Oh, well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Roy, and thank you very much for you know bringing attention to this because clearly there nobody's been listening and something needs to be done. Obviously, there is no trust within the military, and you can't, it's been proven, you can't investigate your own. My concern would be the fact that some of these cases were were dismissed or not enough evidence or like what, what the, the colonel had mentioned that the the silence of the offender made the case they didn't want to proceed, which is ridiculous. So you wouldn't want that type of uh, attitude to influence a, a new, this, uh, to, to, when it influenced the new investigators while they're proceeding with the case. And we've seen historically, unfortunately, that in some cases with, in, with uh, police forces, not just the RCMP, but different police agencies, they're not investigating, they're not taking the victim seriously, maybe they were drugged, they ask questions like, what were you wearing, which, may, which really, really, uh, you know, tra- re-traumatizes the victim, because the victim of sexual assault has done nothing, and I repeat, nothing that warrants such a, a violation of their body and their and their uh, their sense of safety. So, in answer to your question, I, I I'm glad they're removing it from the military because they you just can't investigate your own. But I do have concerns about the the police agencies now. And one thing I would really hope is that anybody who's investigating, or if they have a task force, let's say Roy, that they have a trauma informed approach. So that when they're dealing with the victims, they are able to speak to them from a trauma-informed approach so as not to re-victimize them. Yeah. Now, the RCMP issue of sexual harassment, sexual assault, abusive behavior toward women, officers by male officers, and women civilian employees, that went on for years in the 1980s. There were debates in Parliament about what to do about it. And, And nothing was done. Literally, nothing was done. And then along came the early 2000s and Catherine Galliford, and you had, you had preceded all of this by, by sharing your stories and writing your book, Women Not Wanted. But along came the early 2000s, and eventually and grudgingly, the government and the RCMP agreed that these terrible things had happened, malicious and, and, and assaultive behaviors had taken place. The $100 million class action lawsuit was settled. I'm not sure that everybody's been paid yet. But, mm-hmm. but uh, remind us, please, of... 
What happened to you when you were an officer in the RCMP? What happened to you? Well, right from the very beginning, I was uh, subjected to sexual harassment and, and bullying and discrimina- sexual discrimination at my very first detachment. And we were there was never any type of training when we, when we were in training about what's going to happen in the real world. And I think things have changed. I don't know how much because we're still getting we're still getting complaints. I'm still getting people who are who are young service uh, men and women who are experiencing this in different police agencies so it hasn't gone away so that was uh and you know it was like i was called really sexually degrading names so i'm not sure if you can say it on the radio but it was referring to my female body parts and it was very degrading and when i asked them to stop the two the two people thought it was funny one of them was my supervisor so you can imagine how intimidating that must have been and it was to tell my supervisor who's in charge of my assessment don't call me those names and when it continued i went to my detachment commander who laughed and said i i maybe i enjoy the attention so even though that the sexual harassment wasn't through my entire career there was a pattern of behavior a systemic bullying systemic uh, sexual discrimination abuse of power and, and and retribution for people who speak up. So when I was actually a victim of sexual assault in Selkirk, and I had just survived Tisdale, how could I share what happened to me when I was just brutalized by the organization that was meant to protect me? So I never said anything, and I did what most survivors do. You just survive. You, you push it down deep in your, in your heart, your soul, your body, and you try to, you know, move on with your life. But guess what? Those kind of scars never heal. And everybody, I would encourage everyone to go to get some sort of professional help to help them deal with that. When the organization has failed to protect you, it really leaves you in a sense of, of limbo of where do you go? Yeah. Each, each woman I've talked to, whether it's been police services, the military, paramedics, firefighters, uh, each woman I've talked to has talked about the lasting effect of the abuse that they suffered. Sherry, what's your website? If people want to get in touch with you, what's the website? It's www.sherrybenson.com. Keep it simple. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.